J360 Legion and welcome to the Cyclone. Hey, wait a minute. We're a little light on ground here today. I guess it's going to be me and Al holding it down since uh, Dev's not with us today, but you know, it's all good. So, game one and game two. Two copies of each other. Now, the question is, is it because of home court or is it because LeBron and company are just not feeling it? Or is it really because the Warriors are just so damn dominant, you know, you'd be a fool to go against them? Now, honestly, though, this is my take. See, I'm not a Cavs fan, mind you, but I support the Cavs because of East love. See, a lot of people nowadays, they talk about how the East isn't as good as the West. It's kind of reminiscent of the old hip-hop things we used to do. Back in the day, they used to always talk about how West Coast rap was the shit, and then East Coast rap wasn't anything until Notorious B.I.G. came into the picture. You understand what I'm saying? And now we're on that sort of scenario again, because everybody's like, oh, the West got this, the West got that. And then we look into the East, everybody's like, oh, the East just sucks. Nothing's good about the East. And then you see you got the Cavs, who are the number one in the East. And rightly so. Like, they have accolades that represent them. I mean, but they're forerunners, usually starting with LeBron. You know, if, if he's on, they're on. And seeing, like, things getting exposed, you're seeing, like, what happens when LeBron isn't engaged. And not to mention the war outside of the court, you know, where the fans are all disrespecting each other and... You know, the trolling. Like I said, I was going to go ahead and throw some memes around, but I didn't feel like it. Truth be told, but I also mentioned I'm not taking the L for the Cavs this time either. Because I'm not a fan of them. But what I do know is this. As the East Coast representative, I expect more of a better showing. Not an implosion. You see, even the Warriors don't have their main head coach with them this time. So, in a way, there's still a chance for them to win. You understand what I'm saying? We still got plenty of basketball to go through. It's not over yet. I mean, sure, you have statistics. And sure, you have moments where you're like, oh, no team can recover after a two-game deficit. That's not entirely true. That has happened before. It can happen again. You understand what I'm saying? And then with all the statistics and things written, don't you realize that these things can also be rewritten at any time? History can be made in these things, and as they should be. So with game three tonight, I hope that there is an actual basketball game this time around. But I'm getting a little too ahead of myself. Alan, what was your thoughts on the previous games with the Cavs? I can't accept them losing by over 20 points both games. Well, even Dev tried to say like it was going to be a repeat of um, the first game. He said he shouldn't expect no different. I mean, I'd still hope. I The, the way I see it right now is I see I see what's going to happen and I think the writing's on the wall. I think I think the Cavs will take one in Cleveland and then Golden State will win game 5 and series over. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll let you have that one. Cuz I just I'm sorry like okay, at least with the other Cavs games it was a little clo- um last year it was a little closer than what it was this year. This year remember and yeah, they lost Andrew Bogut and um, I forgot who else they lost on that team. But they gained Kevin Durant. So a 73-win team last season gains a LeBron James type player. And it's pretty evident. Yeah, because I can't even throw up a joke on this. Like, 
Kevin Durant is showing his ass off, dude. He is going for that win. I mean, that is a monster. He's been a monster even back in the OKC days. So, as he's going ahead and showing off that he rightly belongs on the Warriors and all those accolades he's pulling, yeah, LeBron has met his match in terms of that. But then there was the evil cross-up by Steph Curry. Yeah, that, that, that was nuts. Or AKA what Cav fans and Curry haters tend to say, you know, the double dribble. Though it wasn't a double dribble, he's just that damn good. But you know, it's not like the Cavs didn't put up a fight there for a minute until we got to the second half. Now, when we got to the second half, though, that's when things started falling apart. They kept it really close, and then just J.R. Smith is a liability to the Cavs from this day forth, in my opinion. Well, you know, honestly, who isn't a liability to the Cavs considering, you know, they're top three. If they're not on, you know, all of a sudden the team doesn't care. And it's like, you're looking at the full roster, it's like, what, what the hell? They actually have a good roster. I don't, there is no reason why this team is being blown up by 20 points a game. Twice in a row, too. But, you know, my experience was kind of annoying because parts of my family members that are about the Warriors, and I'm like, you know, I ain't about no damn Warriors. You know, probably don't even know what the hell's coaching right now. I was, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, they're sitting over here on that Steph Curry kick, and all of them are calling him five-step LeBron. You'll know that not everybody is for the Warriors because the Warriors are winning and dominant. No, they're for them because they hate LeBron. See, that's the one thing I don't like about the finals. Everybody hate LeBron. Oh, we hate LeBron. We hate LeBron. It's just like every year with the Cowboys, even though I do hate the Cowboys. You know? You're looking at that, you're like, as a basketball fan, I'm disgusted because I'm like, no wonder. This is why I want the Cavs to win, because I want them to shut them up, at least, you know? That's why oh, I'm always... I hate Warriors fans. It's the Miami Heat fans back when LeBron joined. Exactly. And they all like the Golden State. Yeah, like, and they all act like they give a damn about it, too. It's like, I know damn well that most of y'all are just hating on LeBron and Irving. That's it. That's all they know. What did Irving ever do? <laughs> you know, but he's the second guy on the team. You know what I mean? You know how you have your recognizable players? No, I, I don't see why LeBron is hated. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the guy earned his accolades. I mean, sure, he was the most hated man in Cleveland because of what he did to go to the Heat, but he told yeah. you why. You know, at least he's honest. But he went back. Yeah, exactly. So there it, should be no reason for hate anymore. But nope, nope, never, nevertheless, man. People will always find some shit to complain about. I mean, any accolades that he made, and I guess because he surpassed Jordan and points finally, everybody's like, oh, oh, we want, we want the Cavs to lose, we want the Cavs to lose. It's like looking at a bunch of bullies picking on the I, handicapped I kid. Like, I do not like Jordan because of the fans that he created. Because everyone's like, oh, I'm a 90s kid, Michael Jordan's the best player ever. Dude, shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? Well, well hey, hey, look. Back God, in the, ni- back yes, in the 90s, was- if you were about Michael Jordan and his players. Let's be real. Even though I, you know I love Charles Barkley. You know I like Patrick Ewing. I was a Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah, Carl Malone. And, you know, Allen Iverson came along a little bit later. You know, Dennis Rodman. Like I told you before, they had a set roster. Like, pretty much what the Warriors are today or what the Bulls were back in the day. There were a lot of Bulls haters, too. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? I was one of them. But the thing about it is... (laughs) The Warriors are a strong-built team. They got depth. I mean, if you take a good look at them, it's like looking at 300 with the Persian Army. You know what I'm saying? The problem with all this is they built a super, super team, right? Yeah. The problem I have with this is how bad uh, David Stern fucked over the Lakers for years. Because remember, they were going to make that big trade to get Chris Paul and the Lakers to play with Kobe. And they blocked it because they didn't want dominant one-sided teams. 
Well, that seems to not play a factor in Adam Silver's NBA, does it? I know, and it's really annoying. Like, for real, the playoffs were a fucking joke. The only good series was the Rockets and the Spurs, no, and the Rockets no, had no, no the, 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 the Rockets had no reason to nah, lose the, that. The year. Celtics and the Wizards, man, that was the finals oh, that for was, me. No, that was a good series. But no, I, I'm still stunned by the Rockets. There was no reason for them to lose that series. Well, they threw it in, man. They just they just went ahead and said, you know, fuck it, we're going to take the L. They would have been a much better... Well, didn't Nene get injured? Yeah, but, you know... Um, was he out for the playoffs or just the game? He was out for the playoffs. It was serious. God, everybody got injured this year, and everyone's like, oh, the playoffs. It's like, I'm going to be really honest, it's not the NBA's fault this time. No, but oh. you see what's really fucked up, Al? It's like... The Warriors had a clean sweep on their side. You you understand what I'm saying? They had clean sweep coming to the finals. The Cavs in the East and everything else, they had their share of problems. Let's be real. They didn't even get it done in that last game in Cleveland. That was by skin of their teeth. It's like they really didn't care, you know? Something's been off with the Cavs since the second half of the series. They were like 21-21 and 21 or something. Yeah. Something happened with them in the second half of the season. And the thing is, it's not And there was a either. lot of... And I know you're going to kill me for making this quote. No, 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 I won't kill you. Go on. I would have signed Brandon Jennings. The reason? He can shoot threes. Something J.R. Smith couldn't do all night on Sunday. Something the Cavs could not do all... That's what killed him. Well, not really. Kyrie has a good shot. And I think Ty Lue is a terrible head coach. He should be fired at the end of the finals. Well, how long has Ty Lue been the uh, coach for the Cavs? What? Two years. Okay, okay, about to say. I well, thought you said ten years. One I was like, what? No, one and a half, because David Black coached the first half, didn't he? And then he was fired, and then Ty Lue took over, and that's when they won the finals. It's really evident from what I saw in this game that how terrible the coaching is. Well, let's go ahead and recap on the coaching blunders of Game 2. Let's go ahead and take a look and see where exactly Ty Lue failed his team. Okay, so you were down, they were down about 12 or 6 minutes right, um, left, right? Oh, yeah. Down about 12, yeah, 6 minutes left. Why the fuck is Kevin Love in the post? He should be shooting threes. He's one of the best three-pointers in the freaking league. Well, like you said, terrible coaching, man. Just horrible choices. I mean, they're acting like this is their first time. I mean, I can't even believe this. You have Kevin Love, a man who can actually shoot three at power forward, who's a double th- You know, You know what? The Cavs should have gotten Ilya Silva when they got the chance. Ilya Silva would have been a nice pickup for them. Yeah. I mean, you can pick up as many good people as you want to. But if your coaching staff really sucks, and I'm saying this as an Eagles fan, yeah, it shows. No, it was, it was so evident to me during the last – the eight – we should. Oh, I wish I had to find my inside league pass password, but yeah, watch the last eight minutes of that game. You can just tell it was terrible coaching, and Golden State found it out. Like you're watching co- when Mike Brown is out coaching you, <laughs> and Mike Brown was a terrible head coach for the Cavs back in the day. Uh, wasn't he a coach for the Lakers for a year? I think he was. Yeah. One year for the Lakers, he went back to Cleveland 2013, fired again for David Blatt, then he went to the Golden State Warriors this year. Ah, yes, yes. He was a shitty head coach. 
He's the assistant head coach anyway. He's not the head coach. As a matter of fact, did he take over duties last night, or was that Mike? Was that Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr is still in there, I don't think, is he? Uh, Remember, he was injured all through the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, chronic back pains. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, he's a, he. Mike Brown is in charge. Okay, pretty much. Yeah, for the moment. I'm sure Steve Kerr lays out a game plan and stuff, but it literally blows my mind that you're being outcoached by Mike Brown. I, I literally can't get over this. Call it, like, is it them being so good, or is it because the Cavs are so broken, or is it because the Cavs are exposed and they know every trick they have? What What is it? When the Lakers fired Mike Brown after a record of 1-4. and four. Well, we're not talking about him back in the day. We're talking about him now. Mike Brown is not a very good head coach. So pretty much they're going on autopilot because Steve Kerr is somewhere out there texting them what to do, right? Yes, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the only way I could see this. <laughs> he, he's sitting back and chilling. He just texted them the message saying, no, Steph, go here. No, Draymond, go over there. Wait, 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 wait. As a matter of fact, put Draymond out. Kevin Durant, handle it. Yeah, because he was on the impression that LeBron James was the one who coached that team. <laughs> and Mike Brown was just there. It's kind of great. Um, I mean, that could have something to do with it. Wouldn't shock me. But now, like, I'm sorry. I, I'll bash Mike Brown in a special later. <laughs> I hate Mike Brown. It's, I've always hated him. Well, you're getting ready to see a lot of him, Al, because apparently he's just reveling in all of this stuff. It oh, is God. just Warriors' dominance right now. Put him on the Sacramento Kings next year, please. I just want to see. Uh, they probably win, like, ten games. Let's see how realistically bad of a coach he is again. Yes. Oh, my God, no, please put him on the Brooklyn Nets. Look, man. <laughs> Don't you think we throwed enough trash on Brooklyn as of late? They're so bad. We're going to have to bring that shade back. Well, you never know. Next year might be a upset league. You know, where all, no, the, weak, no, you, you know, where, where, where all the weak teams start winning and shit, and then all of us that are, like, so set in our ways, we're all upset. We're wondering how the fuck this happened. It happened with us when we started doing this show during the NFL seasons. Remember that. They literally don't even have a first-round pick because he gave it to the Celtics of all for people. four years so they could get a passer prime Kevin Garnett and a passer prime Paul Pierce and a Jason Terry. Mm-hmm. But you want to know what's even funnier, right? What? The fact that the Knicks have a pick and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> at least at the Knicks, there's hope. With the Nets, there's literally no hope. Not at all. They, let's just collectively say. Say the Nets somehow won the title that year. Yeah. Then what? I don't know. I guess they just like seniority. I guess they just like really old Pastor Prime players, man. I mean, we both know there won't be no depth and there's no building for the future after they win that one title. But it's a shame. <laughs> and you know what? Like I said, it gives us more to troll on. So that's like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you won one title, but your team's not going to be good for like six, seven years. <laughs> What the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> they doing the best they can, Al. That's all I can tell you. Of course, you and I would have a crazier time trying to rebuild the Sacramento Kings. No matter how you splice it, though, while the Warriors do win, I have to give it to them. But, you know, I, I'm not a Warriors fan. I never will be. No matter how many good playmakers they have, I'll give credit where credit is due if they win. But if they sweep the Cavs, say they do, it's pretty much just a sign of what we all been saying for quite some time about the finals. But you see us as basketball fans, though, 
At least we're watching the game. At least we don't sit out and say, Well, you know, this, this whole thing is boring. We should watch the finals. We ain't gonna watch the finals. No, people are. It's just pathetic. Oh, oh, you mean it's a crybaby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, certain people like that. You know, just people like that get on my nerves. They're worse than the damn Warrior fans. At least they're gonna no, be there at the game. No, if the Warriors win... As you just said, I'll give credit where credit's Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, no, you, got, you got to. You know, you built a really good team. Like, I mean, a team that I'm just, I wish, I wish the Bucks had a team like that. I mean, well, you <laughs> see, your your team's developing, and my team is still developing too. So the funny thing is, things can change after a while. But you see, what you're seeing is the two top teams in the league going at each other. One's not really performing to their best. The other one, well, even, hell, even the Warriors aren't performing to their peak. They don't have to. I, I, it still cracks me up though for the Bucks. So I was glad that we lost in six. Yeah, exactly. Aren't you glad that so you don't get swept? You see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like when you look at this kind of shit, it's like you see me or you. We're not really losing in this, and that includes Dev too. But Dev's rooting for the Warriors, so he'll be all right. Magic have a lot of work to do to be relevant. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I'm still they, I'm still mad over the Tobias Harris trade that they did. I, I couldn't even believe that one. They had some stars on that team at one time and now. Just a laughing stock. Uh, well, let's hope they do well in the draft. Let, let's <laughs> hope. Because they're nowhere near getting the top three, so I actually would love to see the magic in like the playoffs again. I, I don't hate the magic. It's kinda hard to hate that team. Well, when, they're too not... when they're too busy being a punchline amongst themselves, it's kind of the way I feel about the Sacramento Kings. You know, at one time they had a legacy, and now they have a legacy, which no, doesn't I help them. The no, I no, no, like, like hear me out on this. Like, remember at one time they were good, but you see, it's so far and in between, you can never think of that time again. The Mike Viviera? <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, like, like you really can't think of the last time they were good, but when they start working together and stop killing themselves maybe then they'll be a viable team i know they were a playoff team a few years ago like i think it was like five years ago yeah i literally cannot remember anybody but my my fucking team <laughs> exactly i actually so, forgot they were even in the playoffs yeah see like that's how far between it is it's like you can never think of that so like as we are looking at the Cavs and the Warriors. Aren't, weren't we at one time, like, say when all the teams were playing, weren't we all talking about, damn, I hope we don't play the Cavs. Damn, I hope we don't play the Cavs when we're on the east side. And then, yes, like, the same were. thing over there on the west. It's the same thing. People don't want to play the Warriors because they are tough. But now that we got two of the top teams playing against each other, you know, in the end, me and you, we're more basketball fans at this point. We have to be. But for those that are actually fans of these two teams, they're feeling the pinch. How funny would it be if the Cavs actually took game three and started doing an upset? You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm holding out for hope. Yeah. Um, it could happen, you know. Yeah. Say, say the Cavs do win, right? That uh -huh. could shift all the momentum. Yes. Like, as I told, I was talking to um, last night, I'm like, don't rule this out, because remember, in the second half, of, like, we thought the Falcon Patriots Super Bowl was over by Oh, half. yeah. And look what happened. <laughs> exactly. A lot of butthurt Atlanta fans over there. And let me tell you this. All I those Atlanta fans, they were just butthurt Cowboy fans. You know damn well the Atlanta Falcons fan base is not that big. Shout out to them, by the way. <laughs> you know this. Come on. All five of their fans. I, I, mean, I mean, it's huge. Don't get me wrong. But it is not that huge. That is a lot of butthurt people that didn't make it in the playoffs. 
I feel bad for the Falcons, though. They did deserve that story. I don't know what happened. I mean, it was, it was a beautiful Shannon, story. The Tom Brady factor happened. As soon as that turnover happened, <laughs> that was it. I don't get... There was a lot of issues that happened. Like, a lot of that... Did Kyle Shannon just throw because he knew he got the job with the um, 49ers? You know, that's actually one of those conspiracy theories, though. That was in the news for, like, the longest time. Because, like, I've never seen such poor offense coaching in my entire life. You know, I got another job lined up. Let me just make this shit funny. Like, yeah, you know what? He was probably, like, looking at his iPod. Yeah, you, I'm iPad. Yeah, you, 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 whatever. You know, do what you have to do. Yep, have a good time. <laughs> shit like that. But no, I, I do I think the Falcons are going to go to Super Bowl this year? No. I don't think they are. Eh, probably not. Thanks. Back to basketball. What we're saying is, folks, is that, you know, just because they won two doesn't mean that they're going to win two more. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes things can run out of steam. You might see the highly dominate team run out of gas midpoint and lose. That's just how things yeah. go. Yeah, remember, um, what was it? The Lakers and the Phoenix Suns, was that the 2006 playoffs? Exactly. And, and Kobe hit that big game winner. Mm-hmm. And they won a three-one, um, and they and they still blew it. But the only reason why I have concern is the twenty-point losses. That's you know I said in the last show, like I said, if this was a ten or a five-point game, I would be like, okay, you know, we're down two-zero, but we're showing a lot of heart and compassion. But when you lose by twenty, it's, it's not good. Hopefully, LeBron can get this turned around. Jr. Smith has got to be on the bench now. Like, he's been terrible the first two games. Just awful. Do they have a good shooting guard replacement? I Could you turn Deron Williams into it? Or Derek Williams into it? I don't know. Hmm. Questionable, Al. I, I don't know. But, yeah, like, Jared Smith has got to sit. Like, I think, I think to, um, Lou was actually smart enough to actually bench him in the second half, and he only played three minutes. So... I, I don't know what to make of it. Like, there's been a lot of issues with Cavs in the earlier seasons. But you never know. You never know. Maybe maybe they can turn around. I don't know. Like, everyone's like, oh, LeBron always performs best with his back against the wall. And yeah, he does. He does. He really does. But the thing is, it's like, is this going to be too much? Well, no, his team needs to step up. LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love cannot do it all by themselves. I've been saying that for quite some time, too. And it's it's infuriating because it's like... He signed all these really good players. Like, let's be honest, it was LeBron who signed these people. Um, well, because, you know, he wants playmakers, but still. Yeah, I don't even think the GM does anything. I think he just says everything LeBron wants him to do. <laughs> That's probably why he came back. But, yeah, like, just if these guys are not performing, it's not looking good. And, by the way, is Dev really cheering for the Warriors for this? Oh, yeah. He said that a couple episodes ago. Oh, speaking, yeah, me and him are going to have a few words during the next Cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> you mean not already? Well, he's not on right now. Uh, our boy Dev is out there somewhere, probably uh, handling family uh, family things. So, he's you know, not not, not, nothing too serious, but we got to go ahead and clown the boy for, you know, going ahead and joining everybody else. So, so he so has a legitimate reason why, because, like we said before, they are a dominant and set team, but boy, howdy, we are just hoping for that upset to happen. Wait, he wants a close NBA Finals, and he's cheering for the Warrior? Oh, we're having a bunch of words when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, why wait? Let's go do it on Facebook. Yeah, I'll see him in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. He has some good reasons for it. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I understand that. So, there is some NFL news that we should report on. Well, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> it's a cycle. We talk about all sports. <laughs> right. Okay, so I heard about this. The Jets are actually going to trade or release Eric Decker, which is shocking to me. Why is it shocking to you, Al? Eric Decker is like one of their best receivers they have on the team. And remember, they just released Brandon Marshall. Wait, what? Brandon Marshall's... Wait. Oh, my God. So um, they released Brandon Marshall a few months ago, and he signed on with a new team. And it's like, what? what are they doing? Like, they drafted a couple players, but you're releasing your potentially number one receiver right now. Do the Jets want to go 0-1-16? Is that, is that like their plan? I don't know. Since you guys pulled a very significant streak last year and managed to do one of the best drafts you've ever done in your career, somebody has to carry the slack of being the Crow team this year. Might as well be the Jets. You want to know why Josh McCown succeeded in Chicago? <laughs> I think they want to know. Tell them the story. He had big, wide receivers. A, a player like an Eric Decker. A player like a Brandon Marshall. They're all gone, and Josh McCown gets signed. Now Josh McCown is probably going to deal with a bunch of small receivers. He's in the Tampa Bay situation again. He's probably going to be injured by week two. What, what was the point of signing Josh McCown if you're going to cut all their best talent? What was the point of this? Media and money, I'd say. That is infuriating. If I was McCown, I would opt out right now. I would demand my release. And I would run off to the Cowboys and be their backup quarterback. This is ridiculous. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I, mean, I, I, could, I could go on, but, you know, we got a time slot. <laughs> well, you know. That, that was just too good, Al. That yeah, because, see, see, right now, it's it's not about the game, per se. It's about what contract you can get that really benefits or screws over your team's organization. <laughs> because for a while there, the Eagles were having contract wars left and right. Now, that kind of calmed down as of late. But I can't wait to see what happens during the opportune time, you know, preseason. Yes. No, the Jets are on such the right track, and I really do like your head coach hire. Oh, um, oh, come on, man. Like, the last head coach was awesome. He didn't give oh, a shit about anything. Hey, let's cut all our stars for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yeah, see, that guy was a genius. Just like Chip Kelly from the Philadelphia Eagles at one time. And then he went to the 49ers. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sean McCoy? We don't need you anymore. Damn let's right. Go, no, no, no. To, to, to hell with him. <laughs> yeah, let's trade him for an off-injured. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up because this actually happened. I still remember the night that happened. And I just posted to you on Facebook, thanks. Yup. <laughs> because I'm also a Bills fan. Yeah, so that he was that's, that's the story of how... How uh, Shady McCoy, one of our best, somehow made it to the to the Bills. So if you ever wonder why this has happened, just remember that sometimes the head coach is not exactly a smart head coach. And then did they cut him like a year later? Yes, they cut him or trade, and then they brought in Demarco Murray, and then they traded him. You know how much hell we went through to get Demarco Murray, and we never played him. 
No, you played them, and just the system didn't work. Well, after that first time, but see, the thing is, he was still on the team collecting all that money, and he still wasn't getting played. He had to go to Jeffrey Lurie to get playtime. Wait, are you talking about Dwayne Bowe? No, no, no. no. I'm, talking, I'm talking about DeMarco Murray on the Eagles. He could have been one of the best Eagles, but... Finally, he's over there in t- in Tennessee, just and he's beasting it, do, do, and do, like, doing his own thing. By the way, you're looking at that. All Eagles fans are looking at that and thinking about what could have been. Yeah, but you got rid of your top running back and the signed mark, which I didn't really see that as an upgrade. Anyways, I no, didn't really it, it, understand it, that. It, it wasn't an upgrade, Al. Especially when you're not using the man. How the hell is it a, any sort of grade? There was this. It just never worked, and I never. Chip Kelly was a freaking idiot. Well, that's why he's back at the college level, I think. No, he's not. He, I, I think he's now um, covering college football, like you know, in broadcasting. Why does everybody gotta go to broad? You know, fuck, man, just leave, just go oh. away. You know, oh yeah, he's on ESPN as a football analyst for the for the college level. But I don't like hearing him talk or see his fat face. I mean, you're I mean, right. Go I mean, away. Just, just go away. Save that no broadcasting job for people like me who are finishing college, so that we can go and do what we got to do. As a matter of fact, no. Color commentator, he maybe. Up, he, he ripped up two teams already. Oh yeah, just and now and now he's over there doing analysis for the uh, NCAA on ESPN. He never won the big game in college. I hope you know that. <laughs> it, it's just, I, I I really dislike Chip Kelly. I, I can't stand him. Oh, God. Well, well, it's just one of those things we're going to have to deal with. It it did happen for all of us, you know? But um, let's see any other topics that we can discuss for uh, some football. There's not much to talk about basketball other than the finals, which we already did. Yeah, I um, mean, like, we, we, we topped that... Um, well, I guess we're at the end of the episode then. I mean, you know, we pretty much talked the finals. We talked a little bit that's going on in football. I mean, we could talk about baseball for a little bit, but, you know, that's just a lot to cover and the games change every day. So, you know, we'll just go ahead and call it a wrap here. So, J360 Legion, we're going to go on ahead into game three tonight. I hope everybody's going to sit back and enjoy the game. Watch through it and have a good time. We'll be back with another episode. I know we didn't do a live show this week. We're going to do a live show next week because, you know, we're still working out the kinks on everything. As a matter of fact, we're doing so many developments, we kind of went dark on a couple of our websites for a little while. So if it seems like that we aren't doing anything, it's because we're working on our properties right now. But outside of that, though, I'd like to thank all of you for coming in and listening to us on the Cyclone before the big game happens tonight. I am still going to pull for the Cavs as usual. I don't know who you're all rooting for, but as long as you enjoy yourself and watch the game, and thank you for supporting the Cyclone as we are about to make it to 10 episodes on this thing. And, you know, it's, it's just been a blessing so far that you all are such a dedicated fan base. Oh, by the way, before we head off, I do want to let you all know that you can download Cyclone episodes to listen to. Anytime you want to, just go on ahead on our website at soundcloud.com slash j360productions and click download and feel free. And feel free to discuss with us anytime on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash j360productions. Whenever you want to talk sports, engage with every single one of us, you know, it's entirely up to you. Let's keep the conversation going. And outside of all that, though, this is Jay on behalf of the Cyclone crew signing off.